What's going on, golf addicts? It is Vegas week, week one of two. What's what happens in Vegas stays <laughs> Vegas, in Vegas. Vegas. It's the Tour Junkies podcast. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. We're rolling. We're rolling tonight. We don't have producer Sam tonight. He's out. He's out of here. He he split. Um, he and Pat kind of got into it at the end of last week's show, so we yeah, don't know if he's coming Sam. back. We're not really sure. Um, but he's not here tonight, so I'm running the, the production of this whole you know kerfuffle so let's see what happens you know what i mean it's vegas week is shriners children's hospital no 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 they took out the hospital this year officially the name is now just shriners children's open they took out the shriners uh-huh. hospitals for children's open you know what i mean I wonder was, why they took, why did they take all that out it was the mouthiest thing on the PGA really tour schedule it was very it was very confusing and hard not confusing but it was just kind of no it yeah. was confusing there was a lot of s's and you didn't know where the own, yeah. where the apostrophe went it was a very confusing tournament but anyway you know it's our sixth year doing it so we should figure it out by now but here we are it's the DraftKings show we're going to get to the golf course tpc summerlin we're going to get to our picks in each range, fades, sleepers, uh, the two-minute men at the end will be here, which is very appropriate for Vegas week, I feel like. Two minutes, you know, is probably pretty pretty standard, I feel like, yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, presented, as always, by our friends at FantasyNational.com slash TJ. It is where you need to go, playa. If you're trying to make some money betting on golf, if you're trying to get a little quan, if you're trying to uh, buy your baby a Christmas... Um, or maybe uh, maybe do a, do a new car, you know, and you need a little extra cash, you're betting on the PGA Tour, you're playing DFS, you're doing whatever, that's how you get, that's how you get it. You go to fantasynational.com slash TJ, you subscribe, you watch this podcast, you listen to this podcast, you read our articles, you subscribe to our emails, bing, bang, boom, you've got money for you doing stuff. You know what I mean? So you get 20% off any level membership, weekly, monthly, annually. We've been using these guys for years, all right? All the data is licensed by the PJ Tour. You know it's good. FantasyNational.com slash TJ. Proud presenters of the Tour Junkies podcast, and we appreciate them. If you appreciate us and you've not gone and appreciated Fantasy National, then you need to up your appreciation game and get with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. time to do that. So go, go check them out, FantasyNational.com slash TJ, and get the promo, get the 20% off. It's the best deal out there. There's equal deals out there, but there's, you, you know, this one helps us. So help us help you. Hit it, fantasynational.com slash TJ. Pat, Sammy Burns uh, wins because he's a killer. He's a freaking killer. We're going to talk about him a little more in depth at the beginning of the betting show tonight. Uh, but Sam Burns is a killer. He wins the Sanderson Cock Farm Championship uh, handily. Um, no pun intended there. And he's, he's a killer. He's, he's racking them up. And uh, fun to watch. You know, I didn't, I didn't bet him because I don't bet favorites, but I did talk about him and said I was going to play him in DFS because I loved all the action down in the low sevens, 6K range. Uh, I, hope, I hope some folks were on it. Also, Pat, I wanted to let you know this. There's the, uh, the $888 tournament on DraftKings DFS. Yes, there is. And there's also the big, uh, there's also the big one. What's the big one? The, the Resurgence or whatever, the $10 one. The others, yeah. The winner. Of both of those contests, different people, but the winner of both contests, do you know who they had in their lineup? They both won like $100,000. I know the $888 entry was $100,000 first, and I think the resurgence was maybe that. I can't remember. But do you know, okay. do you know who I they know had they, in their lineup? Yeah, I bet they had Luke List in their lineup. <laughs> they did have Luke List in their lineup, sir. Luke List I played anybody him. any money. Is, I played him. 
Did, did I not pull. mention him on the show? You did. You did have him on the show. They also had yeah. Nick Hardy, who we were all over. But he had Luke List. Both of them had Luke List, and uh, I was happy to see that uh, Luke had a great week. I personally changed the narrative <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah. I also played him in the $33 single entry, which I did. I, I netted, I think, 150 bucks. Hmm. Uh, maybe not netted. Maybe you, I netted 100 But either way, I won money with Luke List. Oh, you can't so say that anymore. I personally, so in that lineup, probably would have done well in the $888. You got to think if I finished yeah, so well. that is you know, true. So, so I changed the narrative. And I, I, I said it on the podcast that I liked Luke List. So... Everybody can thank me for changing that whole narrative that I came up with. That he can't win anybody. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> Woo! Oh, God. All right. Well, our boy Alex Hack says, uh, hello from the UK. Tour Junkies highlight of the week. Wow, Alex, you must have a really shitty week. But thank you. Yeah. Love the content. Luke List podcast was class. I mean, Alex, first of all, you're right. You're right on all, on all counts. Um, second of all, I love that we have more Euro contingent because I like, I like, I'm going to start picking up their words. I was listening to Mark Hill's podcast on our, on our, on our channel last week, and I'm picking up some things for him, from him that I want to start using in my vocabulary. But, but so, to say something was class, just, I love that. I, we don't say that here. Yeah. I like but Luke, like Luke's podcast was class. You are right, Alex. Uh, it definitely, it definitely was. And thanks for the support. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. The Luke List podcast is up and available, and you need to get with it because it is it is a chock full piece of content. Fifty five, fifty six minutes long. Luke was fantastic. He was extremely candid. Uh, hot takes on Bryson, Patrick Cantlay, Siwoo Kim. It was a great show. Luke was fantastic. You got to go check it out. I would I would say you need to watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, I did call out Pat in the beginning when he wasn't on the on the podcast. I called him out mm-hmm. and um, told Luke about Pat's disdain for him. And Luke, Luke, uh, let's just say me and Luke have some chemistry. That's pretty clear if you watch the show. And I'm excited about it. You need to check that out. It's on YouTube. It's on our podcast uh, feed, wherever you listen. It's a great show. Not enough people have watched that show to date, and it makes me mad. I know it's football season. My God, what are you people doing? Like, surely you've got some time. To cue that up, it's a great one. You need to check it out. In addition to that, you need to check out uh, Pat's Fantasy Golf Sommelier video from last week. I got to say, Pat, of, of all the years that we've been doing this, hmm. you delivered last week in a way that I did, not, I did not see coming. I didn't expect that you would do, and it was beautiful. And it, it, it also, it was only like, it was like your shortest FGS video ever, which I think is fantastic. I think the shorter it is, the better, the more wa- yeah. you know, watches we get. Your picks were pretty good. You nailed two of the three picks, and you you did some. I don't want to tell the whole thing because I think people need to go watch it. Even though it's last week's tournament, you need to go see what Pat did with his bottle of champagne. Um, he he did something crazy with his bottle of champagne. So mm. you need to go to our YouTube page. You need to watch the five minute FGS video with Pat. You need to watch the Luke List video. Those were great, very good. So props to you, Pat. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. I thought it was a good video myself. It was good. And uh, I did not expect some things that, ha- that or the thing that happened either. It was I mean, great. I, I didn't expect to do it because it kind of got brought up beforehand. And uh, anyway, we'll, you know, just well, go watch it. You'll it see. Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice. Um, in addition to that, our, our boy Mark Hill debuted last week with previewing the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship, which was a kind of a cluster bang of a tournament. 
uh, over there on European tour. I cashed in DFS. I only listened to his picks, and I cashed in DFS, Euro DFS. It was a good show. Mark's great. Uh, he's 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 going to be a great addition to the Tour Junkies team. If you don't know, Mark is our new uh, weekly European Tour podcaster, and he's also in the Nut Hut regularly. He, he gave out a lot of goodies in the Nut Hut last week. So if you're trying to, you know, listen, there's some edge to be had in the European Tour market. Mark is there all over it. I think you need to take advantage of that. So be on the lookout. Every week there's a Euro Tour event, including this week. There's the Spanish Open um, or España Open. And Mark will be previewing that on our podcast feed and our YouTube channel as well. So that should come out either late tomorrow, probably late tomorrow, or maybe, yeah, probably late tomorrow. So I think that's it for me, Pat. That's all the announcements. I'm ready to get into this. We got the Shriners. We're in Vegas, baby. Very familiar with the Shriners and TPC Summerlin. Um, been covering it for a long time, buddy. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. TPC Summerlin. Great course. It is a par 71 playing 7,255 yards uh, and a little bit of elevation there. So it really is just not very long of a course for these guys. The shorter players definitely can do well here, and we've seen that over the past uh, when you look at the history here. 144 players this week in the event. T65 and ties will make the cut. Uh, Typically, we see around 20 under uh, as the winning score here. Um, We have seen some weather issues cause the score to be lower, but that's about what you're going to see. So a lot of scoring this week on this course. You got Bermuda grass tee to green with bent grass greens this week, and they're going to run pretty quick on the stint meter. There's not a lot of danger off the tee here as far as water hazards. It's in play on four holes. It's typically ranked as one of the easiest courses on on tour. Um, so like I said, a lot of birdies this week. You're going to want to look at birdie or better percentage. You're going to want to look at opportunities gained. Now, I will say this. We don't always look at driving accuracy, but accurate drivers have shown up to do pretty well on this course because it's a very positional course. You got to be in position off the tee and you got to be in good spots on these greens. It takes a little bit of experience here. I mean, even the party Marty Laird, who won here last year, said the same thing. He said, he, you know, the, the course suits his eye. He knows where to position it off the tee and into these greens. He said the greens can be a little bit tricky. And so, uh, you know, with these bent grass greens, so that's important to have a little bit of experience here. So I do think driving accuracy is something I'm going to look at um, this week. Uh, definitely going to look at, like I mentioned, birdie or better percentage, opportunities gained, ball striking, uh, and form, and then a little bit of course history this week. If you look at the uh, past champions here, I mentioned uh, party Marty Laird at 23 under last year. Kevin Na, 23 under also. Bryson won here at 21 under in 2018. So there you got a bomber winning. But I will say this. That was pre-super Bryson there. That was that. And also, we do hear that a lot of these guys will take less than driver off the tee if they're the bombers. Another thing that Martin Laird said, I think, it may have been someone else, when they won was they played with Brooks here one one time. And Brooks took a lot of irons off the tee. Because, again, you got to be in the right position off the fairway. So you had Patrick Cantley in 2017. Pampling. Rod Rod Pampling won here in 2016. And this is the tournament. This is the tournament where Smiley Kaufman became a household name in 2015 at 16 under. This is where he won. So, uh, what a run the Shriners had in 14 through 16 with Ben Martin, Smiley Kaufman, and Rod Pampling getting it done. Amazing. What a run. What a run. 
Yeah, that's good. I mean, you, you talked about Nah and Laird. Both of them have won multiple times at this track. Jim Furyk's won a few times, I think, at this track. Um, so I think you're right. You do not have to be long off the tee. Uh, you can be. You don't have to be. Whatever it is, a I do think it's a positional spot where wedges matter uh, because you're at some elevation. The air is thin. The ball's going to travel further. So what the number on the scorecard is not necessarily how it's going to play for a lot of these guys. And I think the fairways are usually pretty firm out there in the desert, right? So you get a lot of run out of them in those Bermuda fairways. Um, the you know most of these guys are going to hit a lot of greens in reg, but these are big greens, so you you could have. You know, if you're not hitting it close enough, you got three putts that could possibly be an issue. Uh, but they are big greens, so you're gonna you're gonna have a higher greens and reg number. And then it's a matter of of getting hot with the putter, hot with that flat stick. All three of these par fives are pretty gettable by everybody. So yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a um, it's a birdie making it's a birdie making place to be. You know what I mean? You gotta uh, you, you gotta find the guys that are in hot form that can uh, that are rolling the rock right now or can roll the rock and position themselves off the tee nicely. I think that's definitely an opportunities gained. I like, I think you mentioned that. I do like looking at that strokes gain approach. Um, you know, I, driving accuracy exclusively is not normally a stat that I look at, but I'll, I'll look at strokes gain off the tee and just kind of not really rule anybody out. Whereas like sometimes if you're looking at a bomber's track, you, you know, I kind of want to lean towards the, the strokes gain off the tee guys that I know hit it further rather than straighter. But out here, I think it doesn't really matter. Um, if they're checking the box and strokes getting off the tee, I think that's a plus, uh, no matter if they're long or short hitters. Um, putting on bent grass, obviously, is is key as well for me, so I'm looking at that. And yeah, you, think, you would think that, uh, I'll add this, because we're in Vegas, and this is going to be a narrative that we'll talk about a little bit, because it's fun. I don't necessarily think it means anything. Yeah. But I, I kind of wish that uh, Moose over at Fantasy National would come up with something like, you know, strokes lost, mm. uh, being hung over or strokes lost, uh, you know, location, location of the tournament. Like, cause there's, there's some, <laughs> there's a Vegas factor this week. I mean, you I, gotta, I mean, there's some people here that may not be able to handle it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you got these, you got some of these young guns. I mean, Victor Hovland to me is, and we're about to talk about this range. So we may as well mm -hmm. go ahead and get into this. I mean, Victor Hovland to me is likely the, uh, potentially the the guy in the in, in the most trouble um yeah I, he's just a he, he's just in a, a i don't know what private room he's going to be in throughout the week but there well, is going to be I'm a time he that. is in a private room not like a hotel room i'm just being like at a bar or a club like the oh. room that people pay a lot to go to oh. that room that we could never go to he's going to be in that room I mean, Hovland is just the most likable kid he's he's in good shape you know he's got that that face on him I could just see Big Big Vic, um, you know, just really enjoying the PGA Tour life there in Vegas. Now, he's never played here before, so this is a first for him. Maybe somebody whispered in his ear and said, yo, Vic, you need to get to Vegas and do your, do your thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Strokes, strokes lost motorboating, maybe. You know, maybe he's caught up motorboating a lot of, a lot of escorts out there or, or, or ladies of the night, uh, what have you, out there in Vegas. I don't know. I'm not saying he's doing that. He's probably a great kid, loves his mom, but it's definitely something, you know, we factor I mean, in. It's a, it's a place where things happen that we don't, we don't think can happen. Look at a guy, look at a guy, let's see, let me, let me, let me, let me break this down. Look at a guy like, um, what, you know, who's number one in this field. This, actually, this right here sells the whole narrative. So, you know, for all the little Twitter slappies that want to just strictly stick to the data and the, 
They don't like narratives like this, right? They get pissed off when we bring up stuff like this. It's real, right? You know who the number one strokes gain total player is at this golf course in the last five years, Pat? Oh, my gosh. I don't by know. four shots. By four shots. You know who it is? Webb Simpson. Webb. Uh, I mean, Webb's basically a pastor and happily married with uh, like 11 kids. Do you think he's, he's doing all that? Do you think he's getting into the tomfoolery there? I don't think so. You know who's right. number two? You know who's number two? Siwoo. <laughs> uh, definitely not. Your boy, Lucas Glover. Do you know what, Luke, okay. you know what Lucas Glover has at home? You know what he has at home? A raging lunatic of a wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, who's, who's so going, he's probably getting loose when he gets into Vegas. No, 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 he's not. He's, he's too scared. No, he's too scared. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, you're he's right. Second. I don't know. You could look at that two ways. Well, clearly, clearly as... not. He's got three top tens in three attempts here in, okay. at, at TPC so Summerlin. Okay. So I, I don't know that that's – I think he's scared to death. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a narrative yeah, I can think – can you imagine? He probably has like a – like somebody needs to check the broadcast <laughs> if they show him. Like he's got a bracelet on him, but it's not one that the people at the jail put on him. It's the, his wife. His wife put on it. It's like yeah. uh, uh, It's like Life 360, but on it like, – yeah like times 20 for sure so it's yeah. definitely a thing if you want to tell us it's not forget you webb simpson as the number one stroke scan guy out here is that that's all that's all you need to know people that's all you need to know speaking of that pat let's get into actually before we get into this before we get into this i do have to i do have to pump people towards one thing i didn't i don't know why i said pump people uh listen we got two emails out there, folks, and you guys can, can subscribe and get both of them. One comes out on Tuesday, one comes out on Wednesday. If you're on YouTube, you're looking at it right now. Heavy petting hits your inbox on Tuesday. Guys, it's an electric email. It's free. We give our course info, some, some just bullet points. Like These are the bottom line things you need to keep in mind when you're, when you're thinking about the course, when you're thinking about course fit. Ben's uh, 10 key stats, that's like the one thing Ben's still doing for Tour Junkies, is 10 key stats that used to be on the website are now strictly in the heavy petting email. Those are key. You know, looking to see whose names are showing up under the top 10 under each stat is key. And then for right now, for the whole fall swing right now, I'm writing up two Corn Ferry Tour graduates, writing them up, telling you what kind of player these guys are. So you're kind of getting to know these guys. Last week, we wrote up uh, Taylor Pendrith and Nick Hardy. If you read those on Tuesday and you're like, oh, those guys kind of look interesting for this week, then you did pretty well. Then Wednesday, you got the chalk bomb. It's, it's the weather. It's the tea time, last-minute thoughts. Your head-to-head betting matchup analysis, which I got to say has been pretty lights, lights out so far in two weeks. And, of course, the chalk bomb and pontificate with Pat. Chalk bomb last week. Missed the cut. So uh, it's, it's two great emails. It's free. Go to tourjunkies.com slash chalk bomb to sign up. That's tourjunkies.com slash chalk bomb to get the, uh, the chalk bomb email delivered free in your inbox, or if you're on tourjunkies.com, it's at the bottom right of any page on the website. Two free emails. People are unsubscribing to that thing right now. Like, we've, I've had like a handful of people. I don't understand. I don't understand. What are you doing? It's free, delicious content. And it's, I mean, it's good content. It's not like a bunch of spam stuff. I mean, how do you even have, like, take an extra time to unsubscribe to that? Two That's predictable ridiculous. emails every week, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoon. If you don't care about the Shriners, but you're on the list, then just delete it. If you if you're gonna yeah, care, swipe. You if, just do a swipe. If you're gonna care at Masters Week, then leave it. It's unbelievable. It, we've made the content better. It's shorter. It's more hard hitting. It's now two emails. You got a little extra content. I don't know what your people are doing. Uh, it's un, it's unbelievable. If you're if you're watching on YouTube and you, you leave a comment 
on uh, on your feedback on the two emails, and it better be positive. Yeah. Also, we, we're going to discuss this in the betting show, but who wins a major first? Put this in the YouTube comments. Is it Sam Burns? Is it Victor Hovland? Is it Scotty Scheffler? Or is it another young gun without their first major? Give us your thoughts in the YouTube comments. We're going to talk about that on the betting show. Is it Burns? Is it Hovland? Is it Scheffler? Who is it that wins the first major out of these young studs taking the tour by storm? So do that in the YouTube comments if you're watching live. Please do that after the show is over. All right, 9K range, Pat. Three GPP plays, a fade. I'm also going to give you a chalk, who I think is the chalk, and a cash play in these ranges if I can. Uh, you if know you, what? If Before you, you go, though, I mm-hmm. just thought of something. Okay. This wasn't on the this schedule is amazing. here. Okay, I love yeah. it when Pat thinks of things. I just know this is not that this is not that profound or anything like that. But I don't. I want to give a shout-out to Jordan and John. So Jordan reached out to me. And, uh, you know, he came into town, into Savannah. They had a, they had a trip plan. They were kind of like doing this whole Southeast thing. And uh, they played, they play, I played golf with them out. It was oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jordan. We love playing golf with the listeners. So if you're, if you're ever, you know, in our area, you know, hit us up. They we may not love playing them. golf with us, but we yeah. love playing golf with you guys. Anyway, yeah, I, shout I out that. to Jordan and John. We had a, we had a great week. It's all that. Or a great nice. day. Very nice. Um, you and I are going to get to play some golf this weekend. I'm coming to Savannah. That's going to yeah. be a good time. Excited about that little pre uh, pre uh, member guest in two weeks. Ooh, yeah, uh, practice round maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think we're even weeks. riding together because you said you don't want to ride with me. We're riding with you're riding with Sam. You said you want to ride with Sam. Yeah, I think we need to separate. Oh, okay, well that's that doesn't make any sense. For I mean, before the Ryder Cup, they had partners playing with. Well, each other I guess that's round, true. So. Maybe we'll maybe I'll rethink. That. Okay, we'll see. All right, top of the top of the board here for DFS, three tournament plays and a cash play for me and a fade. Uh, I I can't ignore Webb Simpson. I ten two, I feel like we're getting a nice discount from him right now. Uh at ten at ten two. I do think if I'm gonna give you the uh the chalk play here, I think he's gonna be pretty chalky with my next pick. So I'm going kind of chalk up here at the top. I'm going Willie Z and Webb right there at ten two and ten one. Uh, I think the the savings is good on both of those guys. I'd rather have both of them over answer Hovland. Uh, Burns is tough because I actually really like Burns. Um, this week, I just, the only thing is like, and I know he's won before, so this isn't his first win, but coming off the win, heading to Vegas, I, you know, I don't know. It's like, and I know he's married, but like, do you just blow it out because you're going to, you're about to get a massive wire on Wednesday? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's second price guy. I don't know. So anyway, I love Webb. I love Willie Z. I think Willie Z is primed and ready to go ahead and, and notch that first victory. Um, and Webb, what can you say? He plays this place great. It's built for Webb Simpson. A guy like him has to take advantage of courses like this that come across on the PJ Tour. So I like those two. I, and I do think both are going to be kind of chalky. My third play in this range is my boy. I haven't, I haven't touted him yet oh i think i, I, I think i touted him in the nut hut i didn't talk about him on the show but somebody asked me about him in the nut hut on wednesday night in the chat and i said i was on him and that's siwoo i'm going Siwoo. Yeah. by the way are you gonna go siwoo i am a lot of bad things can happen he's in siwoo he's in, in he's in vegas but he, he's got a girlfriend he's he's i'm you know i stalk his instagram so he's got a yeah. girlfriend he was there early uh and that, he that did may it. not be a good thing a I girlfriend sh- may be like hey we're gonna do some crazy well, I don't know. I, I, she looks like a nice girl. Um, uh, one funny thing that he did, I should have taken a screenshot so I could show people. He put it up an Instagram story last night. <laughs> and he did the, 
the uh, sometimes I feel like Siwoo has like a dad trapped in his in his young body. He's like a you know what I mean. Like he's kind of an old soul at times. Mm-hmm. He he had an Instagram video of his food, and it was like I guess it had it was this big pot of stuff, and it was popping and boiling. And I guess it had crab in it, and it just all, all it said was "Holy crab." <laughs> oh my god! I just love that. Uh, the guy can do no wrong. I think this is a great spot for him. Listen, aggressive birdie fest. Um, give me, give me that with Siwoo, and and I like, I like where the game's at right now. T eleven at the Fortinet, T eight last week at the Sanderson Farms. Like he's coming in hot right now, making a lot of birdies. Uh, he's got a good record here too. He's played here three times with all three made cuts. A T eight last year, T fifty five year before it, and a T fifteen his first time out in twenty nineteen. And you get him at nine thousand dollars with that kind of win equity and playing that good. I think Siwoo's proven that he is Vegas proof. Uh, despite how electric he may be, I think as long as he's got that girl, he's kind of he's kind of tied down a little bit. I think he's kind of strapped down. So Siwoo, Willie Z, and Webb for me. I do think in cash, Hideki is very solid in cash. I don't see Hideki uh, missing the cut here. My fade is going to be Harris English. I hate to do it. This is it's a tough range to fade. I mean, I could say Brooks because I do think this is not a not Brooks is here to party with Jenna. And like get in some, you know, get in some clubs with bubbles and stuff, and like just spend a bunch of money and like let Jenna flaunt around on IG and like get warmed up for next week, you know, where it's a no cut event. That that's what that's why Brooks they're gonna is be here. good, like or at least Jenna is gonna be a good follow this week she, in Vegas. She will be. So I, 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 that's the easy one for me. I guess the English one. I don't have a. I mean, I don't have a great reason other than like maybe he kind of. The la- the, just the playoff events, he was a little flat. Not, not terrible, but just a little flat. First event since the Ryder Cup. He's been doing a lot since then. He was on game day, which he did a great job on game day. Uh, was at UGA this past weekend. Uh, so he's just done a lot. And he actually, when you, when you look at his scoring stats on Fantasy National, he gains twice as many strokes per round on tougher golf courses than he does easy golf courses. This is the easiest golf course on the PGA Tour, arguably. And he's got one top 10 in seven tries here. So he's quite familiar with the golf course. And he's definitely the, he's playing better than he's ever played in his career. So, but only one top 10 to speak of so far in seven tries. So English is the official fade for me. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that fade, but um, all right. I hear you there. I'm going to start with, uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised you didn't go here. Because I, I think this guy is going to be probably pretty popular. And highly owned, but that's Abraham answer at ten four. Uh, oh, I love by the way, this week. I'm wearing the uh, um, shout out to uh, a- answers. Former, yeah, former caddy who's I know still you got trying a better to, shirt than I got. I this got. is uh, this is uh, Dale Valelli's pork missile shirt. He's the hot dog guy, and Dale is answers former well current slash former caddy, but also Dale. I don't know if you know this. Dale dates a girl that is from Vegas or lives in Vegas. And have you ever seen Dale? Have you seen? You've seen Dale. I've seen Dale. Okay, think of female for Dale that looks a lot opposite Dale and lives in Vegas. So So shout out because Pork Missile Dale is doing really well. It means more than just the hot dogs. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, okay. But I like answer this week. You look at his course history here. I mean, he was fourth in twenty twenty one, fourth in twenty nineteen. He did miss a cut in 2018 and 2020, but still, I don't care. Abraham Answer, you look at, I mean, the stats for him, checks box and driving accuracy, ball striking, strokes gained approach, 
opportunities gained, birdie or better percentage, putts well on bent grass greens. He's been in pretty good form. You know, got his first victory, uh, you know. Uh, well, now it's been like months, it seems like. But still, Abraham answer at 10-4. I like him a lot this week, uh, regardless of whatever whatever the ownership's going to be. And then Louis Usazen. I like him at 9,900. You know, he finished top 20 here last year. Now, look. Family man. Family man. He's a family kind of guy. I feel like he's not going to get in much trouble in Vegas. Strokes gain La Familia. Yeah. Um, And then you look at, uh, I mean, obviously he's been in fantastic form this year. Maybe this is a week that he wins. I don't know. Maybe this is it. He does it in Vegas. But for the stats, you know, he's 22nd in ball striking. He's second in the field in approach. Checks the box and opportunities gained, birdie or better percentage, and putting on bent grass greens. So I like Usi there at 9,900. I'm going to stay on Sung JM. You know, he's right there at 9,200. Checks all the boxes this week, pretty much. Um, so I'm a big fan of Sung J at 9,200. You know, you look at his, his tournament history, it's, it, you know, he's played here twice, finished top 15 both times here. Um, you know, form has been pretty good recently. So at 9,200, I like some Sung JM. And I don't know if he's going mean, to, I don't know about Sung J. He doesn't have a whole lot of personality to me. I don't know if Vegas is going to be a big factor for him. Oh, that's a great place for guys without personality. You can pay, you Maybe pay for everything. Can, and Sung Jae's yeah. single and like didn't have a house till like eight months ago. You know what kind of quan he's got to blow on I don't not care. having personality? Yeah. I, think that, I think it's actually a dangerous place for Sung Jae. Well, either way, I like him this week. My fade is I went with the easy fade. You I went with Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. Now he's here for, you know, we just, you know, he's here with Jenna, and they're going to get all kinds of photo ops and whatever else. Yeah. And I, I, I just don't, I don't want to pay up for him. Okay. Um, before we get into the 8K range, uh, I do want to again remind everyone to please comment, hit the thumbs up, hit the uh, hit the subscribe button on YouTube if you've not already. We uh, we ne- we need the comments, okay? Uh, because listen. If, if you don't comment, if you don't like, if you don't share, who will? You know, if not you, who? Comment, like, share on YouTube. Good comment. Who's going to win their first major and why of the young guys? Burns, Hovland, Scheffler. Is it uh, Sungjae? You know what I mean? Is it him? So just please comment, like, subscribe. We would uh, we'd greatly appreciate it to do that. Pat, uh, I'm going to let you start the AK range here. Okay. Well, I am going to start with. Cameron Tringali. I, I actually completely agree. He's the one name in here that I'm not going to... I have to play him. And I he, have to play? I, he's playing I, I too want, good right now. Can he please win? He's so frustrating. Oh, when, when, please win, Tringali. Just win. You deserve it. And I actually... He is tall, dark, and kind of handsome, but he's super hairy, and I think, I think that's going to push the ladies off a little bit like he's really hairy he's super hairy so maybe he stays focused um but the guy's playing so good and you know he's he, i looked at i, I want to get guys in here that are putting that are rolling the rock yeah if you look at the it. rolling report on fantasy national the last 150 24 12 8 and 4 rounds you can kind of see all together in strokes game putting he is killing it i mean he is putting great we know the ball striking's there. Yeah. He just had a terrible Sunday. He put himself in some bad positions. He made a couple bad shots. It was, it was tough. It was a tough scene on Sunday for Cameron. Yeah. But I'm, well, I'm you. glad you're so excited about it. I, you I am. Took over, you just took over the I'm sorry. Range I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Me. But I, I love some Trigali this week. 
Um, you know, he's played here three times in the last five years, did miss a cut in 2018, but whatever. That, that's, a, that's a different Tringali. Yeah. It was top 20 last he's year. He's close, man. Um, so I, I just think that guy is, he's just playing way too good. Um, another guy that I like this week that I think I may have maybe officially faded on the show last week, but then I started coming around. I can't remember. I can't remember what I did. Okay. But Matthew Wolf at 8,200. I thought you liked Wolf. You were on Wolf. I can't remember. I can't if I did or not. Yeah, yeah. You were on Wolf. I think I was the, I think, I think it, I ended up being the only one out of, out on Wolf yeah. of you, but AC, I, I did, and your dad in the Wednesday night nut hut chat. Yeah. Which, by I the way, your dad nailed his picks. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, Norlander. Yeah. He talked up Norlander. Wolf. Somebody in the chat helped me out. He, he crushed it. Pat's dad was in the I think he tried Wednesday to not night. agree with me, though, on Pat and Kazire, and Kazire missed the cut. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, he did pretty good. Um, but I like Wolf. You know, you look at his... I mean, the two times he's played here, T18 and 2020, or 20 night, whatever. It's stupid the way this, yeah, this whole yeah. suite. T2 last year. Um, I just think this is this is a place for him. You know, it doesn't have to bomb it off the tee, but I think he can hit irons and, and do perfectly fine. Um, I, I think this is just, this is a great course fit for him. And, you know, he's coming off of the top 20 last week, had a great Saturday round. I mean, I think he shot like, 62 or something 61 on saturday uh last week so i like wolf there at 8200 those are two guys in this ak range my fade's gonna be hoffman at 8100 Ooh, i think hoffman is a sneaky guy that could hmm. do a lot of sin in, in vegas that nobody might know about and i'm not saying he's a bad guy but i think he could do a lot of sin and and have a lot of problems a lot of sinning <laughs> and he's a vegas you know, guy he's, he's I a know, vegas i don't care like, that could be worse. But you look at his course history here, it's not that great. Out of the last four times he's played here, he's missed a cut twice with a T75 or T74 back in 2019-2020. So, Hoffman, I think, I, I'm going to fade Hoffman at 8,100. Hmm, okay. I, uh, I mean, it, we're, we're supposed to do a little bit of a bold call. No, I get it, here. I get it, I get it. I, I just, I'm saying, I don't, I don't know if I can do that yet. I'm not fully on him right now, but I, I don't know if I'm there. Tringali for sure. And then I, I'm somebody talked me out of Adam Scott just a little bit, but I, I don't think I'm there. But I'm st- I feel I feel like I feel like I'm I want to say it, but I don't I don't oh, want yeah. to. So, I don't know if you can do that. Uh, but anyway, Corey Connors and Tringali for me. So this upper eight range is where I'm at. I know I know Connors can't putt, and this seems to turn into kind of a putting contest. And I'm going to have guys later in the picks that are just pure putters that whatever, but he, 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 if you look at the rolling report, he's actually making small improvements, very small, but they are improvements in the last, you know, few tournaments that he's played in. Um, but of course the ball striking is, is he lost, he kind of lost it for, it was kind of wobbly there for a few, few weeks in the middle of the season last year. He's got it back. Um, the ball striking looks tremendous so far. and you know bent is not his worst surface poa is by far his worst surface bent grass is not he doesn't have a great record here but i don't know i'm just i'm tempted by the ball striking i just can't i can't stop playing connor's because it's just 
all, all he has to do is he's just one of those guys that he just has to have an average week with a flat stick and just get there. These are flattish greens, right? They're pretty flat. They're not that tough. They're not that undulating. Hit it close like you do, Corey Connors, and then just make a couple extra putts and you're there. That's it. That's all it takes. Like it just, his, his, the gap he has to close to win is not that great. On, so I'm, that's how I'm talking myself into it. My fate is going to be Joaquin Neiman. Mm-hmm. He is also. I was. I almost went there too. I'm he's also. You. He's a f- definitely team no putt, and he's a. You know, when he's in he's going to have problems in Vegas too. Well, he, he, just, I don't know. Have you seen his girl on IG? I don't. Know. It's not all about you. You're only. She you're focusing is, on one thing. I'm just. I, they, like the girl can cause the problems too. That's true. She's that's gonna true. be like, we need to go do this. We need to go do that. You know, we got all kinds of clubbing we got to do. That's like, true. It's not that they're going to cheat on anybody. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's his first event back, you know, since, since la- the playoff season, whatever. It kind of flatlined at the end of last year, a little bit like, like English. Not terrible, but just kind of flatlined. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to dodge an even there. I do think the chalk here is going to be Hoffman and Tringali. I think people are going to go right back to that. And I think in cash, you roll with Tringali for sure. Obviously, there's pretty clear agreement there with him. So, yeah. yeah. So there you go. All right, Pat, 7K range on DraftKings. This, is, uh, this one's yeah. chock full, right? Um, a lot of them. It always is. Always is. You got our boy Mito up there at the top, who uh, I wrestled with last week and kind of faded at that price. I think that, I think that was a pretty decent fade myself. I mean, obviously, he, he did okay, but... Um, he was up there a little bit. We, so we get, we get Mito at a lower price uh, coming off his T31 at the Sanderson Farms. He's up there with Russell Henley making his first appearance in, uh, let's see, first appearance since the BMW. So uh, that's kind of the top end range here. There's a lot of names in here I like. I think that names that I see and just go, I'm going to start at the bottom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some names that I just see and go, okay, that's a, that's a value that I think I want a piece of. And the first one is Troy Merritt at 7,100. Not a sexy name. You're not going to click it and be like, oh, I'm excited about that. But he hits a ton of fairways. Um, opportunities gained over, the, you know, over his last recent few rounds. He's 35th in the field. He's fourth in this field in putting on bent grass. His putting stats are tremendous across the board, no matter what. Um, and we just saw him finish 16th at the Fortinet. And he's got a you know, no, no real high finishes here, but a ton of made cuts. I, I just, I think it kind of comes down to form for him and the timing of when this thing kind of gets, gets going. I think he also just played in, let, let me double check before I say this. Uh, yeah, he played the Alfred Dunhill, finished 27th. So he comes off the Fortinet where he finishes top 20, then goes to the Alfred Dunhill, finishes 27th. Now he's here on a course that Really, really suits him, despite not having a whole lot of top finishes. Uh, but it really suits him, and he's in form. So I think Troy Merritt is an interesting name that you can get for really cheap at, at 7,100. I think right there, uh, just above him at 7,200, a guy who's in the top five in strokes gained total on this golf course in the last five years, another pretty guy, a guy who's familiar with Las Vegas, is Pat Perez at 7,200. Mm-hmm. Now, what's crazy is Perez he is a partier. He ain't affected. Yeah, but he's not. I, he's he's too- a pro. He's a pro. He's a pro. It's not uh, affecting him. He, he's got some great finishes here at, at this golf course. Obviously, he's a tremendous putter as well. So, you know, if, if you're going to treat this like a putting contest, then uh, Pat Perez could be your guy. 
missed the cut at the Fortinet. I think he's kind of just, you know, getting back in the swing of things. We saw him have a, a decent end to the season uh, last year in the playoffs. 19th in the last uh, recent history here. 19th in strokes gain approach, opportunities gain, checks those boxes. So I think Pat Perez, Troy Merritt give you a lot of salary relief down there. Uh, so I'm going to give you three names that you're just that are just new names, right? Um, or not not like your super chalky names. Taylor Moore, Corn Ferry Tour player, finished number four in the order of merit uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. Played in Ar- played at Arkansas, had 11 top tens and a win on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. He's just a good total driver. Like hits it over 300 average, not like super bomber, but top 25 in accuracy. He was 10th in greens and reg on, on the Corn Ferry Tour. Made plenty of birdies. He was a great scrambler. And, you know, if you're thinking like, okay, well, where does he suck? It wasn't, it actually wasn't putting. He was kind of like middle of the road for putting. Um, so I think Taylor Moore, we just saw him finish 17th at the Sanderson, uh, gained strokes across the board at the Sanderson Farms in every category. I think Taylor Moore is an interesting young gun that, uh, that would be a name to watch here at this event. So I'll give you those three low, cheap, pro, you know, probably low-owned guys. The fate is going to be Kisner, man. Kisner is, and I know, you know, as if you looked at his career, you would think this place would suit him nicely, but he's not playing like the, like the Kisner we, we know. Like he's, I don't think he's ever played here though. He's never, he's never played here. No, but his putting numbers, you can see the dip in overall. I'm not talking about just bent grass. I'm talking about overall strokes game putting on the rolling report on Fantasy National. If you look at the last 100 rounds, he's fifth in this field. Last 50, he's 24th. Last 24, he's 45th. Last 12, he's 105th. Like, the putter has really dropped off for him. That's his biggest weapon. Like, and if that's still ice cold from last year, I just don't know that I want to I risk it for, for, for kids right now. So, on a, on a course he's never played before, um, I, I'm just... I'm not quite there. So I'm out on Kiz. Yeah, 25th, it was his best finish here. He, he has played here, actually. He just hasn't played here in the last five years. He played here in 2015. That was his best finish in like four attempts. He finished 25th. So I'm out on Kiz. Okay. Um, well, you and I are both the same on Troy Merritt. I, I thought I might sneak that one in on you, mm. but obviously I did not. So Merritt was one of my guys there at the bottom there at 7,100. And he's another one that I just don't want to like merit whenever I'm on him and he plays well, but I don't ever do anything like I, he just like continuously shows up in the stats. I'm looking at form history, whatever else. But then I just say, no, I'm not playing. He's just merit. such a name. You just don't want to, you just yeah, don't, you wanna... don't want to click it, but I feel like you got to click it this week. I think this you gotta, week you click it, man. Yeah. You got to click it. It's you a gotta, good course for him. Put your finger on that 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 like right on him, and play him. Um, in the middle there, I like Taylor Gooch at seventy six hundred. Um, Do we know he why he withdrew last week? I, I was really looking forward to playing him last week. He withdrew. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but before that, he was obviously uh, top five at the Fortinet Championship. Um, you know, has been playing pretty well recently. You know, you look at the the stats for Gooch, and and they're not they're not all that bad. You know, checks the box and ball striking. He's eleventh in the field in approach, top ten and 
scrambling 21st and opportunities gain. He puts pretty well on bent grass green. So I think Taylor Hughes at 7,600 makes a lot of sense. As long as there's not any kind of injury or some specific reason that he did withdraw last week. I, I don't know. Is, I, I don't. is Gooch safe in Vegas? I think Gooch is safe. Is male, is male Gooch safe in the, in, in Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Gooch is safe. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't even think he's staying at an Airbnb. I mean, at a at a hotel. I bet he's. I bet he's staying at an Airbnb somewhere, like near, like near the course or something. Like he's staying away from the strip. He's trying to get that first dub. Yeah, that's what I feel okay. like. He's staying away from the strip. Um, the other guy I like, and I feel like there's going to be some disagreement here, but I don't care. Russell Henley at seventy nine hundred. I, I think this is a good fit for him. Now the putting. You know, everybody always thinks of Russell Henley because of some putting performances that he's had in the past as being just this fantastic putter. He's not. But he is 123rd he's in the terrible. field in bent grass putting, which is crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Yeah. But he is a great ball striker, very accurate off the tee, uh, great on approach. I think this is a good course fit for him. At 7,900, I think that's, you know, a decent price. You know, he's he's played... Well, not great here in the past, making the cut three of the last four years that he's played here, finishing right around the top 25 every time. But I do like Russell Henley at 7,900. Uh, and he did have a top 10 at the Wyndham, you know, when Kiz won, you know, and of course, it's kind of one of those ball strikers course, just like this one is. So I like Henley there. So Henley, Gooch, and Troy Merritt. My fate is going to be Carlos Ortiz at seventy four hundred. I liked Ortiz last week. I whiffed on him, man. God, I and whiffed. I whiffed. On him. This is this is recency bias for me. Yeah, but I just I, I'm not feeling it. You know, even though I did like him last week, I'm not feeling it this week for him. He's missed two out of the last cut missed cuts two out of the last three years here. Um, just just not a fan of. He's going to win Ortiz. Um, watch him win. Spazbite in the chat asked Mav, question mark. Yes, everybody knows if Mav is in the field, your boy uh, is on it. Yes, I, I, I do like Maverick McNeely. Uh, I mean, up top, I like Mav and Mito up here. I think Mito is going to be chalky, um, but I, I like them both at this golf course. We almost hit Mav at the Fortinet in the betting cart at 45 to 1 or 50 to 1, whatever he was. And he just, he like shanked a couple tee balls on Sunday. Um, I, in cash, I wrote down Maverick and Mito as well as Pat Perez. I think you could go down to Pat Perez in cash. So, uh, yes, yeah. I like Mav. All right, Pat, uh, let's get down into the 6K range here, bud, and button this bad boy up. I will, uh, you know, I will say down here, there's really three names, well, four names that stand out to me. Adam Shank is playing really well, uh, and he, he checks a lot of boxes here. Uh, Shank is 6,800. He's made four or made three of four cuts at the Shriners with the T20, a T18, and a T27. Like pretty solid there for for Shank. He missed the cut last week. Finished 51st at the Fortinet, the first event out. And remember, he almost won an event a couple of like towards the end of the PGA Tour season. I can't remember which one it was, but he almost won it. He's a great putter, really solid putter. I think Shank is is a good cut maker there at 6,800. Even though everybody thought he was last week and he didn't. Uh, I like. Stefan Jaeger at this place. I like seeing Stefan come out and get a T26 last week, get the first made cut of the year. Stefan? Yeah, I think so. He's It's not Stephen? He's German and it's spelled S T E P H A N. So I think it's Stefan Jaeger. 
You know, he's born and raised I, in Germany. Yeah, but I feel like okay. I mean, you can say Stephen if you want, but I'm I think it's Stefan, but we, whatever. Um, <laughs> his last name is Jaeger, and I like him. He he's he's Jager actually mice. He's played here before because he was he's been on. This is his third trip. Yeah, yeah. on the PGA. Tour. I have him written down. I'm not making. I'm just saying. I, I don't know if that's he, how. You, but. You need to know Stefan Jaeger if you don't already know. Like this is his third time making it to the PGA Tour through the Corn Ferry Tour. He's the winningest player on the Corn Ferry Tour, which is probably because he has to keep going back there, um, doing his thing. But the guy knows how to win. He got his T26 last week. You know, first made cut of the season. He played here in 2018, finished T20. But this this golf course just kind of fits what what he does. And uh, I I didn't love him as much on a course with a ton of you know, uh, where distance was a big advantage. He is a shorter hitter off the tee, um, but he just, he knows how to make a lot of birdies. He was second in birdie average on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. And um, in his PGA Tour career, which is only two seasons, but he's made 32 of 62 cuts on the PGA Tour, which is not, I know that's not great, but, uh, you know, he's coming, he's coming back onto the tour now after having a great season on the Corn Ferry. I just think he's a, a a player to watch out for, and down here in the six K, I think that's nice. What what is Shawanda? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if that worked, and actually, I can I can control some yeah, things duh. too. You didn't know? You just so, now so figured that out. So somebody in the chat there, like apparently, there's everybody wants to be right about something, so they're all saying that it is Stefan. Um, what if he <laughs> likes to be Stephen in America? We should ask Stephen. We Stephen should ask uh, Fleener. Fleener was his caddy back in the day on the Corn yeah. Tour. So I like um, Shank. I like Jaeger. I think we got to go to Nick Watney, man. Like, he's a Vegas guy. He almost won. A, he's a four-time PGA Tour winner who almost won just this past week, uh, j- yesterday. But I don't know if you caught this. Again, the narrative, the narrative guys that are anti-narrative on, on Twitter probably hate the fact that this, he had to use a special like lifetime tour exemption to get in this, this season. And so he's got like basically one shot at getting his card back, and he goes out and finishes what runner up or whatever yesterday, like. And he's a Vegas guy. And he's coming in confident. He's a great putter. I think Nick Watney, you continue to ride the form and save, you know, save some money. Um, I mean, what is he? He's sixty six hundred. So I like Watney. And then finally, a guy I never play, but I can't ignore the form right now at sixty four hundred. Nate Lashley. I mean, I got to say, I whiffed on Nate Lashley. He finished 16th at the Fortinet. He's great on ball striking courses like this, uh, like where you really have to be off Must the tee. Shorter courses like Pebble Beach, where he played well. This is a this is a course for him. Yeah, uh, 16th at the Fortinet, 17th uh, last week. Um, he's played this event three times, made two of three cuts with no no real uh, finishes to write home about, but. You get a savings of sixty four hundred. I think I think Shink, Jaeger, Watney, and Lashley are names to watch. Okay. Well, I have Jaeger. I have Jaeger slash Stefan okay. uh, as well. Uh, I another guy I like is Denny McCarthy at sixty. Yeah, you were on him last week. Good calling you last week. By the yeah, way, yeah, I like McCarthy. Um, you know, he's a guy that just is. Um, you know, he's never going to check a whole lot of boxes for you, but he's fifth in the field in putting on uh, bent grass greens. So I like that about him. Uh, you look at, um, you know, just sort of his his form on this course, T15 in 2019, top 10 in, uh, or T9 in 2020. So he's played extremely well here uh, 
lately on this course and his recent form has been pretty good as well. So at 6,700, I like Denny McCarthy. Another guy, like two guys near the bottom, Sam Ryder. Is it 6,300? I like Ryder. Like you know, he's got good course history. He's been in good form. You look at last week, he played well. I think on birdie type, you know, courses where you got to score, he seems to be a pretty aggressive player. Made a few eagles last week. Had, I think, three or four birdie streaks last week also of, uh, you know, with three birdies, you know, Jeez, in man. a row. Yeah. So the guy can the guy can score. He's top 50 in the field in strokes gain approach. He's top 10 in birdie or better percentage. So I like Sam Ryder. My final play is this guy. Why? What am I missing? Is there an injury or, I mean, something? Like, why is Hank Lebiota 6,300? Well, he like went back down to the basement when he when the form fell off, and a lot of that was due to his dad's situation. Um, but they just put him back down in the basement. I, I don't hate it. I for sure don't hate it. Yeah, at, at that price, like that's a that's an interesting uh, an interesting take there. Anyway, I do like him. That's it. Okay, that's all I got. Nice. Well, Pat, last week we did the two-minute men. It, our, that lineup scored 443 points, which wasn't great. We got four of six through the cut. Um, let's see. Lipsky missed the cut for us. And one other. Who's the other? Oh, Seamus Power missed the cut for us last week. We had, um, yeah, so 443 points with the joint lineup, two-minute men. Probably didn't do much for you. This week, Pat, I, I, I say we go like super studs and duds here. I, guess, well, I can't talk about that. Uh, I'm going to need you to uh, to time it. You up for that, or you want to finish texting? Uh, sorry, we're on whatever you need to do. I was setting the timer. Oh, right, right. Okay. Um, two minute men. Here we go. We're going to make a DraftKings GPP lineup in two minutes and try to agree. Last week we were very efficient, by the way. Very efficient. Yeah. Ready? I am ready. All right, and you tell me when you're starting the clock. One, two, three, go. What about Web? I'll go Web. I'm okay with Web. What about Tringali? We got it. We we loved him. Yeah, we gotta go. Okay, Web Tringali. What about Merit? On. No, no, no Merit. We ju- we both just loved him. You just said take your finger and put it on his name and click it. You literally just said that. Okay, I'll go Merritt. All right, God I'll dang. go Merritt. Okay, you pick. All right, now let's go. Let's go to. Wolf, would you go Wolf? I'll 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 do it. I'm start. I kind of came around on him. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. What about um? That leaves us with two guys, eight thousand. Yeah, but I want to go studs and duds heavy. Shanks, Jaeger, Norlander. Um, Let, let's go Shink. Okay, I, I think that's a sneaky good play that I didn't even think about. Okay, so that which so leaves us with ninety two hundred. What about? Um, I can't do some Jay. I like Siwoo Connors. Siwoo or Connors, that would be it for me. Or we drop down to Mito, and really puts leave some money on the table. You know, last week's winning line like optimal lineup would have left like six thousand dollars on the table uh let's leave some money on the table so we got 30 seconds connor's or mito mav 
that's kind of you like Henley. Any Henley? <sighs> or McNeely. We could just I'll, go I'll with McNeely. McNeely. Yeah, let's do McNeely. All right, at least fifteen hundred on the table, but I don't care. Whoa, that's a lot. No, that's fine, dude. That's fine. Let's do it. All right, let's do that. Okay. So done. All right, well, look done. at us. We did it. We, agreement. Timer just hit. Boom. Right All right, Webb Simpson, Cameron Tringali, Matt Wolf, Maverick McNeely, Troy Merritt, and Adam Shank. Actually, I love that lineup. I literally, love, I love that lineup. That's a great lineup. Yeah, $6,000 left on the table, I believe, would have been your optimal lineup last week. Tons of guys. It was like, yeah, yeah. it happens this time yeah. of year. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Let's get over to the betting show. We're going to talk about Sam Burns a lot. We're going to give you our outright bets, our top 20s. Um, you're going to have a good time on the betting show. We're going to get lit. It's going to be a good time. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment. Thumbs up, like button, subscribe, all that good stuff. You got to watch the Luke List interview. You got to watch the five minutes of Pat's Fantasy Golf Sommelier video last week. And let's keep it moving, people. All right, DB's Big Balls betting card coming out. Heavy petting hitting you on Tuesday. Chalk Bomb hitting you on Wednesday. Wednesday night chat in the Nut Hut. Get with it. Let's go. Don't pick guys strokes lost motorboating, okay? Because Vegas mm. is a dangerous place. So be good to your, be good to your, your boys um, and uh, pick, pick winners. Let's go. May your screens be green. See you. Out.